Welcome back to the Backstage with the Simple Church podcast, part three of the Boardwalk Move series. We've had two great episodes. If you've missed those, you definitely want to go back and check them out today. But Justin Hagler, lead pastor, is back with us. I've got a complaint right off Off the bat. Let's start on a negative note. All right. Well, well, I think if you had a tradition going, then then we didn't hit the tradition. I heard no Uh, music. I I know where you're going. Did you hear any music, Brian? You know what else I didn't hear? What? The patented scream. That's what I'm saying. I've tried to give you a, a Jordan Phillips, producer extraordinaire over yeah, there, dropping the ball. How how could you? You're the one that did it. When I came here last time, you're the one that said you have he to do it. He brought it back here. just for you. Oh, Lord. Now we're playing <laughs> tracks. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Professional. All right. But, right but, never mind. Just, yeah, yeah. There right, it is. There we That's go. right. Sorry, Christy. Uh, Christy A also. Christy Brian Reed, Aguil. you heard her second. Christy's not spoken yet. Just not Because she don't know already. what's going on. <laughs> There we go. Thank goodness I got to hear that. (laughs) Experience it live. Yes. It's even better. Well, Mm. see, this is the problem. They've changed music. They've changed everything. Of course, John didn't know any of that, but he's an avid listener. (laughs) Yeah. And then they said, well, just for you, we're bringing this back. Well, then here I am again, and I guess you're just going, Mm. it didn't matter. So you just got to tell me. I I was prepared. But on the other two Boardwalk podcasts, we didn't do it either. Yeah, we did. No, we it was didn't. the Greg one before that. I heard. Oh, I actually mm. listened see, to that. There is hey, consistency here. Thank you. Mm. Ah, so is, that, that's where it got me confused. This is more informational. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, information. Well, right. I was just trying to make sure we kept it in the same, you know, it's two minutes of useless talk right there. A little already. banter. That's exactly right. Exactly why I love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, go ahead and introduce Brian and Christy. Well, first us. off, before let me start with Christy. Ladies first. Absolutely. Just because Christy Absolutely. just yes. talked, we were just discussing. Honor to whom off air. Do. Yes. Before we got here, she said, I really am not a great, uh, I don't enjoy talking very much. And I said, well, you know, I kind of get it, but I didn't put really, it out there for everybody to hear. <laughs> but I didn't really know that so much. I mean, I've known you for a long time, but I get it. It's like, you know, it's not a uh, like sitting around a room with these bunch of wonderful men is not necessary. <laughs> what you're about to say? <laughs> well, I'm gonna say idiots. <laughs> yeah, be uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm thankful that you're here. Christy does an amazing We're all job. Thankful Christy you're here. is. Thanks. How long have you been at Simple Church now, Christy? Um, I don't. I think eleven years, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so and me and Christy go a long way back because her father actually helped out our band back in the day, and we would play uh, music for him in Oil, the big Metroplex of Oil, Oil City. City. And Vivian, Vivian, first time I met you, and that's you probably, had your long hair. Oh yeah, like Ian, <laughs> you like, and Greg, yeah, the wolf son, the wolf. Yeah, so your hair was never Ian ask. My hair, oh yeah, it was. It was that long. Oh yes. Yes, it wasn't that long when I met with Christy back then, remember. but like by the time I came back you from Nashville, peak, yeah, yeah, I, mine was much thinner. I was like, as <laughs> Leanne Morgan says, I had either a thyroid problem or like a thin hair problem. <laughs> it's always been thin. Anyway, Christy, yes. thank you for helping and being here. White, white, white flour. Yeah, I, I, I have way too much white flour and sugar. Why? Thus, me and you were discussing Brian Reed, by the way, yes, which we we've were. known each other for a long time, and neither one of us are skinny as we were 30 years ago. I'm Eagle Scout Brian Reed. How about that, that Eagle Scout picture? Well, me and Brian, right before we walked in, were just discussing that we weighed more than we've ever weighed. And I said, yeah. I don't really know what's happening other than the fact I really enjoyed my life. <laughs> and food. I, and food. Oh, I know yeah, exactly. I'm right there yeah. with you. I know exactly what's going with me. <laughs> what? Her name is Little Debbie. Yeah. Well, I, and, we got Jukey cookies today. And today it. we have Jukies. Mm. And then and then Sunday, Kevin Russell 
brings me a buttermilk pie. See, this is the problem. There's the problem. You right. can't just have it sit there and no. just not eat it. Anyway, now everybody knows who's here, and you know our problems. Christy don't really want to sit around and talk. Me and Brian want to go eat, so let's hurry up. <laughs> That's getting close to lunchtime. That's right. Jordan's here. Evan's here. But we're really Literally. discussing boardwalk. And the reason That's Christy's right. here, right, Evan, is because we're going to go at the children's area. Absolutely. So our children's pastor over preschool and children's. Christy, you've done a long time, do a great job. My kids are in there and love it. It's complicated. complicated. Like Justin said this past week, it's simple ain't easy. Well, and we've done never- it a lot of different ways that you've been here. So maybe just give us a little bit of what you do on a week-in, week-out basis. If somebody is not a part of children's ministry, what does that look like right now? Let's start off with, they have classes upstairs, yes. SK Live once a month. Tell us a little bit about that. We have great parents and great kids that attend every week. And every Sunday, I'm blown away that they come. <laughs> Honestly, Evan, because uh, we don't make it very easy. It's definitely complicated to get to simple kids upstairs. Yeah, and that was never really the goal. But when we right. moved to convention center, uh-huh. Christy's done an amazing job. We, but we always had the theater. It wasn't easy necessarily. Well, but it was at least closer. Right. So the one challenge, and I think Christy would say this, that's why I, we, we've yeah. been talking about this a lot, obviously, yeah. with the boardwalk move, is you're walking a long way with kids in the convention center model. Yes. And we didn't, we, we knew that it was big rooms and had space, but uh-huh. that's been a challenge. Which that's obviously the bonus. Right. The plus, but, uh, because that people actually show up every week with their kids and, you know, they're one and two year olds that want to walk and they're so independent and they're dragging them along. And then we've got escalator. (laughs) Sometimes some of them work and sometimes they don't. And sometimes, you know, the elevator works and sometimes it doesn't. And then sometimes they park on the wrong end and then services on the other side. So every Sunday, I promise you, I'm blown away that the, our parents and kids. I think we should give parents a round it. of applause yeah. right now. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> Jordan's one of those parents. He's one of those parents <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, we just don't make it very easy. And it's a long walk and strollers and just a lot. But once you get up there, we take great pride um, in the fact that we have a great team, a great staff, and great volunteers. I mean, I've, I have done this a long time, and this is the best team I've ever served with. And um, they're just dependable, and they're there, and they love the kids, and that's why I think the parents come back because we do love your kids. Um, so we do, yeah, we have classes for babies through um, fifth grade during both hours on Sunday, and we try to make them fun and age appropriate, and teach them about Jesus. Well, seeing what she's, you know, and all of that is absolutely true. But what I would add in is what many people have told me. My kids are teenage. Our kids, Christy has teenage kids as well. Yes. I mean, college and teenage, but I mean, we know that by people telling us, like just by personal experience, it's been a huge plus for them. And we've worked on, because she was doing, you know, Children's Ministry Forever. I was a student pastor forever. What I'm really proud of, what she's accomplished as well, is giving parents tools to be able to help them with their kids. So, yes, we're going to create a great program, and she does. I mean, SK Live and then SK Kids, and kids will tell you they want to go. And I people always tell me that they come up, man, my kids get me up, and they're getting us there, which that is awesome. And then to know that we're not just kind of, you know, just going to take care of kids and see you next week. You're giving them tools and resources to be able to help them be better parents. 
And that to me is where you guys not only do great programming, but you also partner with parents to give them what they need long term, you know, beyond what happens on a Sunday morning. And the biggest part of that is probably the family experience box, the FX in a box. So just real quick, explain that and tell them a little bit about that. Um, Yeah, so we call it the FX box. It does mean family experience. And inside the box are just lessons that um, parents can sit down when they have extra time um, and do just a, a little small object lesson with their kids. And the reason we think this is important is because it's happening in the home. And so we teach lessons during the week that correspond and connect with what's in the box so that parents can just continue the dialogue. And, um, and then the, my favorite part is we do put a do good project in there. Um, and that's just to help parents lead in doing something in the community. So like when we grew up going to church, like probably a lot of you, um, my church experience was park in the parking lot, go to your kids' class, parents go to their thing, and we never talk about what happened at church. And so the last, you know, five or six years when Justin and I talked one day, we're like, we just want our kids' experiences with church to be different. So what we've come up with that is is to provide things where parents can connect with their kids and do things so that is it is church is now an experience, a meaningful experience that hopefully will be their memories forever. They're not having the memories of, I got to put my dress on and my pantyhose on and, and get drug into church and sit that. on the row and not talk. You put your pantyhose on. Yeah, Brian Pinch. was just yeah. raising his hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you have no. girls in here, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, but, well, because it's not I, easy. I, I agree with this 100%. My experience as a kid growing up in church, first off, my parents made me sit on the first two rows. Same. Yep. My mom and dad both sang in the choir, so they had the evil eye, <laughs> and and they would come out of the choir if if we weren't paying attention. Yeah. Right. Well, then, in an effort to help them be on the same page, the pastor started printing out this little booklet that was through his like messages and you had to and so i had to take freaking notes every <laughs> turn sunday and turn them in exactly. turn them in turn them in and then if then lord forbid you wanted to come to jesus as a kid they gave you another book that oh, you had yeah. to fill out and if you got all the right answers i guess you got dunked but beyond that so there are counselors for church trauma yeah, <laughs> yeah we're working on that. Jordan, aren't you glad? That's not our experience. Yeah, amen. But well, that's what we don't, yeah, that, I think that's why that's so important is we want our kids to have a different experience about church. And I think the Simple Church has done that for so many families already that um, that in Simple Kids, we really just want to connect that and give parents tools to be able to do that in their home. So that's just not a Sunday thing. If you don't wake up on Sunday and you don't come, then we're not calling you because you went to a baseball game or um, a volleyball game or whatever. We're just giving you a tool to use another day of the week to help you stay connected. Including the online, uh, you know, the, the kid stuff is online as well through YouTube, YouTube yes. and all those different things. The reason I, we bring all this up, we're going to get to the building because everybody's wanting to know, but what about the space? Well, I just have to say all this because the building is going to be a huge blessing. Should we be able to do this? But we do not believe that it is the solution forever to you know, when it comes to parenting. Or we believe that the partnership with the church and giving you the tools and the resources and the events and the experiences and 
all of those things help you to really spend time with your kid and the relationship with Christ is beyond just a church. We drop them off at church. It's like, no, we did this together. That's why I love them. Christy and them came up with the whole, you know, FX Live, which when we have buildings that we are not having to rent so much, that's something that might be able to be a little more frequent, which that is that parents and children go to church together and the experience is enjoyable for both of those people for you know, an hour or whatever, and then they walk out of there and they're able to talk about it and there's something fun and there's a biblical lesson where, you know, right now we have to kind of wing it, even FX Summer, like when we're trying to do Family Experience Summer and the whole thing that's going on, SK Summer. You know, we're trying to give you family experiences, but as simple kids in the summer and all those events, it's difficult when we're in a space that's not always available or we're trying to guess when we can Hmm. program that. So, those are some of the things that kind of transition into the building part, but we just think it's important to say up front that parents and kids, you have more time with your kids than we do. We get an hour if we're lucky, we hope. And then in addition to that, we want to give you other things you can do that help their spirituality and you connect with them beyond the Sunday morning experience. Because the Sunday morning experience is going to get even better, mm-hmm. Lord willing, we're at the boardwalk. But we want you to know that we're not going to quit trying to give you the tools and the resources you need to be a better parent and develop that spirituality with us as we partner with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we'll put a link in the show notes if you want an FX box. We ship them around the country. It's a really cool thing. So online people, you have people that come and mail them out once a month when they come out. My kids love them. I'm a pastor, and it's difficult. It's complicated sometimes to get them to try to have a spiritual conversation, to make it fun, to find curriculum. But this is great. It's once a week. It's what it's designed to do. There's mm-hmm. four for a month, so it's not overwhelming. You have to do it every day and get stressed out. But my kids love them. It's designed really for upper preschool to fifth grade. Correct. And so if you're looking at that age kid, your grandkids, somebody wants one, check out the show notes. We'll put thefx.tv and then the YouTube channel as well that you can go and watch those. It's good stuff on YouTube. They can find something positive and uplifting yes, and good content. we would love that. We do put our lessons from Sunday on every week. So, so if, if you miss one, out, yeah. Absolutely. What well, I, I brought up with uh, for King and Countries in Town, Luke was asking me his kids and he was like now tell me about what are y'all doing with this and the reason i say it is they're not able to be in church every week they travel they're doing christian music all over so he's like man i would love that resource so anybody who you can't make it every week you need the resource christy's done a great job her team has done a great job but her leadership is giving you the resources you need to go hey we know you can't be there we want you there we think it's going to be a great experience for you when you get there and we're going to do everything we can to make that happen. But in case you're busy and something comes up, don't beat yourself up. Just take that time to spend a little time with your kid that week, and you can still add a spiritual element in there, which yeah. I think y'all do a great job at. That's awesome. awesome. So you're talking about the one hour a week, right? There's a podcast I like. They say it's the other 167 hours of the week. There's 168 in a week. You get that one hour. And Brian, you're the care pastor. We'll transition to you talking about this. Mm. Because you did a funeral this week. <laughs> you do a lot of things where – it's crisis. It's life stuff happens. You're the one that takes care of a lot of that. Tell us a little bit about a care pastor. People don't know what that means and what you do. And then we'll talk about the building in that role. Right. Okay. I would say the best way of doing that, whereas, because part of, as we have said kind of before, our DNA is being out in the community and that's the do good side of it. I would say the care pastor side of it is, is helping take care of the people that are here. And although we do reach out and help those in the community that have needs from time to time. So it's a lot of, of that counseling, uh, funerals, hospitals. I've got a a great group of guys, uh, that, uh, help from time to time in that role. So, uh, prayer requests constantly receive a lot of those that we 
then turn around to our prayer team and and try to share those uh, and help solve again solve problems. That Widows, come up. Another Widows, another real integral part of what we do. We, we try to have basically touches with them, meet with them, get with them about three to four times a year, where we let them know uh, that they're not forgotten and that uh, you know. And and some of our widows move out of widowdom back into the real world and uh you mean the real world like they get married again no, is what you're saying like, the what reality show? Show? They, get <laughs> they get married again it does no longer happen. a widow yeah. it does happen yeah. happy I wedding mom to, yeah <laughs> that's another point i didn't mean to cause any kind of trauma you mm. know to this in, set, in this set no but but it does it, it's just an opportunity to to just love people where they are and help them with and it's been a myriad of things that we've helped out from car repairs to you know rides to airports to yard work yard work different things yeah yeah because it's a large church there's a lot of people you can't have one guy doing it all and doing that in different roles so you meet a lot of those needs and have a great team with you doing that and so as we're thinking about the building justin as we're looking forward to going that brian trying to connect with people during the week christy working with kids the building is one part of that it's not the whole thing but it's almost like a central hub of operations. It's a base that we've talked about of this idea. Yeah, I think the, I mean, obviously that's why people are tuning in, I think, is because they want to know why are we doing this and what are the benefits. I'd have to start with Christy first because the children's ministry in 16 years of Simple Church has been super creative and super flexible as far as how we do it and from a floor in the theater, which most people that if you're here early, believe it or not, when you go to a movie and you look at that little bitty piece, really of, small, really right small. That screen. We really did children's mm-hmm. ministry in that. So, and then I go back to like her videos that she's creating. We use video back then because we had a big, big video screen. Well, what's beautiful about what we're doing now is that you have the opportunity to watch that on the move. Which 16 years ago we weren't thinking about watching it on your phone or watching it on an iPad because I know this blows people's mind. But the iPhone came out the year we launched Simple Church. So, iPad didn't so exist, technology right? so was crazy. not necessarily where it is today. So as we're evolving, the building and the children's space gives us the ability to use the technology to make sure there is a clean and safe environment, where sometimes that's a challenge when you're renting space. Early on, Ricky Davison, love Ricky Davison, and him and Annette just moved over to the East Coast, but... Dr. Ricky was one of the first ones that actually cleaned the birthday rooms in the theater because we were trying to make sure they were clean every week. And the movie theater tried their best, but they weren't always the best. Same with Freeport Commissioner. They got a lot of, you know, events going on. Sometimes they struggle trying to get everything done. So we have people that are doing that now. But when we have our own space, we will still have a team, and it will be one of some of our own volunteers will now come in and go, all right, let's make sure that all of this is as clean as possible and that our children are safe. Now, what I really love about Christy and their team is they've been, done a great job of keeping, keep, keeping kids safe wherever we've been. Mm. So it didn't matter if it was in the theater because with the check-in system and the you know all the stuff that parents are done, and then, of course, only one way in and one way out and all the things that they do to provide safety. Background checks. Background on checks on all their volunteers. Well, when you go back to your own building, some of those things are a little bit easier because you really do control the space You know, seven days a week. There's no one else using it. It is only used for what you're, you know, needing it to be used. There's for. no Mardi Gras ball used. Yeah, until no, five yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and those things have been challenging. There's no doubt. I mean, and we're grateful that we've gotten through that. But prayerfully, 
if you have ever been frustrated or thought, man, I wish it was different, this is our opportunity to do different, and we believe it's a good opportunity, and the safety element and the cleanliness element and the creative technology that can be built into the rooms, which we've never been able to do, mm-hmm. it really helps us to be able to do some things at a better level than we've ever been able to do. Chris, you can add anything you'd like to add in that as far as space. but Yeah, know. well, we definitely do a great job with what we have. Yes. And we always have been able to do that. We adjust to the concourse level, keeping babies, you know, at Berkshire Grocery Arena, which no one else would probably be able to do what we do in there. So we can make any space safe and positive for our kids and families. But we do know that it can just be so much better um, in a space that is designed for kids because where we are now is not designed for kids at all. You know, the the bathrooms are far away down the hall. Um, The rooms have a lot of doors to them that go to back hallways and um, obviously, don't get scared. We have plenty of security that are wa- yeah. <laughs> watching all this if you hadn't thought of this before. Um, but that is something that keeps me on high alert on Sundays. That's why I stand in the hallway. That's why I'm always there. We are constantly trying to make it as safe as possible. But with the space our own, we do get to dictate who comes in and out of the building, which is so important to us. And I think it is where we need to be and what we need to focus on. And you know, at the convention center, again, we can make any space work, but they have several events going on at the same time as church a lot of right. times. Um, so that does mean there's cheer competitions or um, anything. All, yeah, all kinds. All of kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, in the same hallways and sharing the same bathrooms and all the things that, you know, you have to be more cautious about. If we do have our own space, we we do get to know who's in the rooms and who's in the hallway and um, it is just safer. And that's just, that's a huge point that we've never had before. Yeah. So if you're really going, okay, explain that. Well, technically right now, all of us meet in one large convention center, adults are downstairs and children are upstairs. If we're at the boardwalk, all of the adults will be in a totally separate building and all of the children will be in their own building not connected to the adults, but only about 10 steps from yes, the adults. Exactly. So you are going in, you have baby rooms, you have preschool rooms, you have children's rooms, and it's a large space, but it will be only used for children on Sunday morning. So we may could use it during the week for something else, small groups or something if we wanted to, uh, any other kind of events. But on a Sunday morning, that is the only thing that happens in that building. There's no other access for anybody else. There's no other events that are going on it is simply for your kids and your kids alone and that's something we've never been able to do in 16 years that's why we're more you know so excited about it uh and you're very very you're closer than you've ever been in any uh environment we have been in in 16 years of church this will be the closest you will be to your kids period mm. so because you can walk literally right there and they all have their own little room and secure now one other little bit of tidbit is in my prior experience, I did build a children's building. Uh, and that one building was about $6 million. So when people are trying to figure out, like, you know, how did you do this? And we had all kind of technology and ideas and things built into that. The beautiful thing about this is we believe we can do it for a lot less money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we believe that it also can have the most modern technology, which that building's, you know, older now. I mean, Simple Church is 16 years old, so it's almost 17, 18 years old. 
you're able to kind of look at things a little bit differently now, even in the methodology. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like, all right, how are we going to do this? Some things stay the same. Checking in, checking out, ease of parents getting in and out, uh, the way the technology is being used now with video and stuff. We've already looked in like the large room. There's a big large room upstairs mm -hmm. that Christy's pretty excited about, but there has a little sound room in there and some technology that we can use to do the little SK Simple Kids, you know, events that they're live there. All of those things, even on the uh, notification of parents, there's ways that we'll be able to do that that could be really, really cool from the other building into the uh, children's building. So all of those things we've never had the chance to do, mm -hmm. and we're excited about exploring that opportunity. But it's not our first time. Christy has also uh, done many experiences. Built several <laughs> yeah. buildings So the good thing well. is we can pull on what we liked and what we didn't like, what we learned, and we can put it into this one. You know, yeah. It's all pretty awesome. And if you're having trouble picturing it, if you want to see it, April 30th, we're having the meeting. If you're listening to this before then, you can join us. There'll be visuals. You can see what it looks like. It's the old Destiny Day Spa building is the kids' building if you've been to the boardwalk. And then the bar is where we'd have main service. But that April 30th night, we want you to be there, live stream. If you're online, you can't make it in person. We want you to be a part of that, and that's where it'll help to kind of put it in your head. I know some people are visual and can't really picture oh, yeah. what that'll look like. And, and I'll see. meet with the architect actually again today. So they're trying to get all of our, you know, like our – plans so yeah. that we can put all that out there and show everybody what's going on. But Christy's done a great job. She really pretty much drew out how it all is going to work, you know, and that's pretty awesome because in a, not a huge building, but in a big enough building, you got to be creative in the way you use your space. And I was surprised a, how big it was upstairs. Yes. I'd never been in that building and been upstairs and it is a lot of space where and I mean, you have plenty of room to mm -hmm. do all everything we're doing now. Yeah, we're excited obviously about the building so parents come to the meeting like get excited about this this really is for you it's a it is to make your sunday morning experience easier and better and safer and you already want to invite your friends and their kids and your kids bring their friends but we do believe this will just be so much better for you as a parent and you won't have the long journey to walk and parking in the parking garage and being covered and then walking into the main doors and check in being right there and the, all the preschool being downstairs and K through fifth or first through fifth, depending on how that works, um, being upstairs, but in the same building, yep. it really is going to make things so much better for you. And the other part that most people don't think about that Christy and I and the team have thought about, but her being on children and being the church is like you did um, the whole you know, do the duck day, for example, it's right out your front door and it's still controlled. So like when we have special events and you want to do something, it's right there and it's safe. Mm -hmm. It's controlled. Like we've already had a couple of, you know, the whole let the good times roll event we did down there and then do good duck day. You realize that parents can hang out. They can bring their kids in this, this environment. It's there. They could drop them off if they want to. They can sit outside and watch the service if they want to. They can play with their kids out in the grass area if they want to and watch the service. There's opportunities that we've never had mm -hmm. before that if you're going, man, I want to just sit outside and enjoy my kid. I want to sit with my kid and enjoy this. Well, now you have options that we didn't have. We, we've never had. You will be able to do a lot of different things with your kids if you want them to be in involved in the program or if you want to spend a little extra time with them come and hang out afterwards and then when we have special events it's all right outside your front door it's literally within steps of walking from the parking garage and then your kid will have a different story to tell <laughs> yes. about church so they no won't be on the front row with <laughs> brian and i no. um being watched you know yeah. your kid's gonna go to their class and then after church you're gonna have family time together Again, that's where the family experience yep. word comes from. 
go to lunch with your kids, do something outside, come a little early, have donuts with your kids outside before you drop them off in class, like create an experience. If you're going out anyway, have something meaningful that your kid's going to get out of out of the morning, out of the day. It's not just church, like do something together. And that's what the boardwalk just automatically puts in for families, I think. Yeah. And depending on your budget, this is why I say that most of everything that we provide is free. Mm -hmm. So like when you're going, man, it's just tight. and We're trying to figure all those things out. It's like, well, you have a chance to Get out and drink. Yeah, and and an experience that's not going to be like anywhere else. You know, Simple Church does it different. Christy does it different. Not saying it's better. It's just different. So if you're looking for the different experience, now this building and this environment will be different than anybody because we're in the community. You're going to be steps from a restaurant. You're not having to go get in the car and leave. You walk to another restaurant. (laughs) Like, hey, let's go see a movie. Right now after church is over, you walk to the movie. You go down to Bash Pro. You want, go look at the river. You go have get the, on the carousel. Get on the carousel. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you'll be playing golf. Maybe pickleball. We're yeah. working on it. Oh. All these other little things are important. And one other thing that me and Chris—I mean, we don't have a student guy here, but me and Brow are student pastors for a long time. You may be thinking, well, yeah, well, oh, Evan, and you Evan. too. Oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot. You know, I'm I old, got to man. do it for right. like a summer. Yeah, we did do it for a summer together. <laughs> yeah, we actually. Uh, but what's cool is that you will also have student ministry space. I mean, you're going to have mm. a great environment from birth all the way through your, you know, student ministry right in one place and there will be nothing like it. And it's in the community. You're close to restaurants, right. you're close to fun. You have everything right there uh within walking distance literally. I mean, steps from each other, which is pretty awesome. And I would have loved to have had that opportunity. Oh <laughs> I wish that that would have been the way we were doing it, but you know, we were always trying to get people to come to our campus where now you'll have other things mm-hmm. that are drawing them in there as well, especially like when Chase and Aces and, you know, the movie theater and all these other things. We're trying to the bring mechanical the board. Bull. Bull. Yeah, they got, <laughs> hey, you can go down and eat Mexican <laughs> food and ride a bull if you want, which is awesome. It's coming. So being in the community, that was a great point. And Brian, maybe speak to this for a minute of opportunities or ways of being at the boardwalk. We could be in the community serving people, doing things that we haven't been able to do before in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. The same struggle that you have on Sunday with having to clean up after a Mardi Gras ball or a cornhole tournament, you can provide with us having access to the spaces exclusively. I mean, we can provide some of that space as an opportunity for the community to come in and and do it. I mean, there's, I think of like Bipsy graduation for nurses, yeah. different things like it, different events that you can provide during the week. And we have the space that we would be able to do that. And then the technology that can handle large crowds as well to be able to pull all that together and then still be within a short space of distance to be able to impact the community as well with, uh, yeah, you're in with the our community. schools and, and all the things that get done through Do Good. I mean, it's just a lot of stuff. It can still be in the community, still be able to reach out and uh, make a difference. Well, the biggest thing when you really, when you say, what do you mean by in the community? The boardwalk is located in a central location of Freeport Mosier. Mm-hmm. So we're not, you're not driving off somewhere to go to a campus. It is pretty much in the center right. of, of our areas. And businesses are within steps. Where in a normal church setting, we always experience it was you're going to a campus and you had to leave that campus to get any other experience. In this scenario, why we like it so much and why we're for it is because we've always wanted to be in the community, a partner with the community to solve problems. 
And we do that in creative ways, whether that was feeding kids or backpack programs. Well, now you'd be able to do that in the boardwalk. You'd partner with those restaurants. You can partner with those stores. You can partner with businesses. Uh, the hotel, for example, the manager's been phenomenal. And he's always like, man, whatever I can do when y'all have people coming in or if there's some way that if I can help already, people are already going, man, I hear y'all. I'm like, well, we're not there yet. You know, April 30th will be a key determination of whether it can happen. But exactly. We want to be there, and if we are going to be there, people are joking about the mayor being here. Well, why would they be excited about that, and is it a political thing? It's not. It is truly about improving the cities. And if the reputation of the Simple Church has been for 16 years, we're not takers. We're givers. Mm -hmm. We have a tendency to really focus on meeting the needs of a public school or of nurses that we're in a bind, or kids that don't have shoes, or people who don't have food. Or sending people to restaurants. You know, yeah, like yeah. I think like, about Pietro's at the boardwalk. Oh, we yeah. Were there before, they were emotional when they were closing yes. down and left that we had the relationship. Yeah, going and, talking to and it's the same, and, and that's a good point, Evan, is like back then they were trying to survive. All these, these are business owners. These are people in our community that are giving back to our community. So when you're able to go, we're going to support you. We're, we're going to leave here. And they want to give us discounts and try to help us out. Why? Because it's a win-win. They get their servers get tips. You know what I'm saying? The restaurant owner makes some money. We hope the church people are generous. Yeah, you <laughs> it's should a bad be. Reputation right. Yeah, the yeah, you Sunday should after be. Lunch. Simple church is pretty good. <laughs> That's about right. It. But then when you go out, uh, you, you have an, an opportunity to do what most people can't do. I mean, it's it, as far as church, it's hard to do that. Because they're off somewhere else. Well, we we would all be in one location. And to tell the bar story again. If somebody hasn't heard this, is one of the coolest things to me of the history of this, of how we got the bar, being in the community, having relationships with people we would have never wise, otherwise met or talked to. Yeah, and this is probably worth listening to in the podcast because most – I don't think I've covered it in any of the first two. But when we launched in the theater, we – quickly outgrew the theater. You became the largest theater church in America, which me and Chip early on were asked to go around America and speak about how to do church in a theater. Well, the reason it worked is people were coming to the movie and seeing church and going, man, this is cool. This is different. I didn't know because it was in the community. They weren't going to look for a church. They were going to see the movie or they were going to eat in the boardwalk. Well, and then that expanded. Well, it worked so well, and then the word of mouth got out there. We didn't ever advertise, I mean, which is crazy. We didn't do billboards. We didn't do newspaper. We really just didn't do anything. It was word of mouth, and people told people about it. And they were easy to find. Oh, it's in the boardwalk. That's where they go, okay? Once that happened, we got into a good problem. There, were, there was no room. So everybody's like, what are we going to do? I walked down the boardwalk early on. I'm like, all right, God, I don't know what we're supposed to do. You know, and we were from a Baptist background at this point, which is, has to be said because <laughs> that's part of, you know, if you're growing up in churches, like everybody's, you know, has their perspective. Their yeah, or their, or their mindset or whatever. So I'm walking through the boardwalk and on the, where we're going to be relocating to, there was a bar. There was, you know, Fat Daddy's was downstairs. They had bowling, they had all this other stuff. But then they had the Encore nightclub. They had all this other stuff down there. And I was like, and this is kind of a crazy idea. They couldn't open on Sunday because they didn't serve food, so they were closed. So I went up and had an idea of like, let me just see if they'd be willing to rent it to us. So I walk up, knock on the door, and this guy comes to the door, and he's like, you know, can I help you? I'm, I'm like, hey, man, this is a crazy idea, but we're a church. We meet down in this theater. Would you be willing to open up your bar? Could we rent this from you on a Sunday? And the guy just stared at me like I was nuts. You know, he's <laughs> like, dude, what? You know, and I was like, I know it's crazy, man, but there's a lot of people, and 
I don't know if you'd be even be interested. I hadn't, I didn't, did not ask our leadership team. I had not asked anybody. I literally just walked down there and thought, well, I'm here. Let me see if anybody will do it. And the guy looks at me and he was like, are you serious? You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm serious. And he said, hold on a second. He turns around, he walks off. I'm like, that's weird. You know, where's he going? I have no idea. He comes back and he hands me the key to this bar. I did not know him. I did not have a relationship with him. And I was like, no, man, I don't need the key right now. I was just, and he was like, no, no, bro. If you're crazy enough to ask me to do church in a bar, I'm crazy enough to give you the key on the first day. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, no, man, you, what I have is yours. And then I was like, look, we don't do that. We pay for our stuff. We don't, we're not just takers. This goes all the way back from the beginning. I'm going to pay you. I want to, you know, give you some money to make this right. And he's like, no, you're not going to pay me. We get in this argument kind of going back and forth. And he was like, uh, all right. Eventually, I'm like, no, seriously, you, I, we need to pay for this. And he goes, here's what I'll do. I'll take the money that you pay me, and I will bring in a cleaning crew. And when we close at 2, we'll, we'll turn the bar around to get it ready for church the next day. And the reason all this is mind-blowing to me is because in the church world that we came up from, Christy and Brian were all joking and talking about, the most of the time it is about why you can't do something, why you're not going to do something, and what you're against. And what was refreshing to me as an early launch of the Simple Church was is the world was saying, hey, man, we want something. It, when, when you're coming in and you're open to, to being cool, <laughs> like to not being a jerk about this, because we didn't argue about you know whether you could drink wine or have a beer. We didn't tell them to cover up the alcohol. Remember that was one of the big things. That everybody's <laughs> like, are we? I'm like, dude, just leave it alone. It is what it is. Like we know where we are. We we could not bring children there. We we made a decision at that point of like going. Look, if you had kids, go to the theater. But if you can move out of the theater and you're willing to move to the bar, because there was no room, there was no space. We looked. Right. We were actually going to try to do. And it, when we started, like it late, like noon. Yeah, it was like noon. noon yeah. A noon service. And, like, all these people start coming at noon. Even a lot of the mud bugs. Scott Musket brought a lot of the guys from the mud bugs. And I saw uh, one of the mud bugs was in town just right before Easter. And he lives in Dallas now. And he was like, man, I'll never forget giving my life to Christ in that bar. We baptized in that bar. So we're going back to where it all started, which is a really weird, crazy story that I never really would have understood or believed or thought that was going to happen. But here we are, and we have the opportunity to have it for 20 years. We can sign this long-term lease. We're not having to buy it. We're not having to go spend millions and millions and millions of dollars and try to build parking lots. The parking lot is there. The facilities are there. We got to remodel. We're going to raise some money. We'll have to figure that out. But to go back and know that we are in the community and that now maybe somebody walks up on us and says, man, what is this? Kind of like I walked up on the bar. They're like, man, I didn't know y'all were even here, whether we're serving people or doing a kid's event during the week. or It going. just happened at Duck Day, right? Didn't oh, yeah. Somebody Be came up that was out of town. And it happens every time yeah. we get in the community, and that's why for us to be located in the middle of the community uh, is a huge thing, and to partner with those local businesses. We're not about being against something. We're trying to come in and say we're for you. We're for this community. We're for the boardwalk. We're for these cities. Uh, not a political statement. Not a you know anti this or for, it's just like look, this is our community. We've been here. We want to help solve problems. We want to love on people, and to have a home to be able to do that in, and the stability to be able to do that in, and the safety, and still the flexibility because we do we will be flexible to do other events now during the week where we can get people to go out and eat in the middle of the week or 
outdoor activities in between. Uh, we've even talked about car shows and Maker's Fair. You know, yeah. And like on 4th of July, they do fireworks down there already. We're not having to spend money on fireworks. You come down there and do an outdoor show. You know, you can add music outside now. You can do music inside. You, you got so many ways to do things to encourage and help those businesses in this community. Uh, I think it could be an awesome, awesome thing, but we got to have you step up. You know, we gonna, we're going to need you. Absolutely. And I love that. And that is what I want to be known for is that we are in the community. We're in the world, but not of it. Yeah. And being that over the years of the manager at the boardwalk. Didn't like us at first. <laughs> Not the but manager, the manager of the theater. I'm sorry, manager of the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, manager yeah. of the boardwalk, right. Ashley's always. Ashley, of course, manager of the theater, was not sure about it. And at the end of that relationship, Brian, you had a really good relationship with him that you were able to go and help. And the Regal Nine, the same thing. You got to know oh, yeah. when we move into somewhere, we want it to be better. And I feel like we're not always perfect in that, but we've done a good job over the years of trying to go and make those connections, be those relationships and do that. So yes, I love sir. that. That's who we want to be. We're not pulling out of the world. We're not going to go and mm. do a bunker and go and. <laughs> no, you're trying to get in the world. And be honest. Influence it for good. You got a little bit better chance to. And everybody knows where it is. It's, it is familiar. And I think we have a chance. When you spend as much money as they spent on the boardwalk back in the day, it is a great facility. Mm. There are great Nothing resources like there. Oh, you work yeah. close, right? No. And for us to have the opportunity to be there, to put a little energy. When you drop, you know. Up the money into it, and then you put the people leaving church and going to eat and stuff. You know, I'm hoping there'll be a business guy that'll put another restaurant down there real <laughs> close to us. Why? Because it's it's a great thing. Everybody wins. You know, you get a do good store's been there like I said since 2012, and it's true. Traffic is not up. You know, there's not a lot of people there, but it's starting to get a little momentum. You got some things going on. Chasing aces will be a good thing. You got the idea of the Mexican restaurant going on. There is some rumors of some other things that we cannot divulge at this point. But, <laughs> but we're hoping that all of those things, and the hotel's expanding, they're building right next to us. If you do look at where we're going, which is the old bar location, both upstairs and downstairs, Children's is right on that corner, literally within 10 steps of the front door of both buildings. To the right of that is where they're doing the construction for building an expansion of the hotel, which is a bigger conference room, more hotel rooms. It's sold out almost every weekend. So Crazy. that hotel is already sold out almost every weekend. And then you heard probably about Diamond Jacks. You know, they got a brand Just new Texas Live coming yeah. in. You're going to yeah. add some other entertainment and some fun down there. You already know Bojacks and those guys are already doing good. Anytime we can get energy and people coming to Bozier to this area – and families having good experiences, then it's a win, you know. So we want to we want to keep trying. Absolutely. All right. So it's about that time, Christy. Any final thoughts? Anything unsaid? You didn't get out. You gonna say any closing statement? Sure. So I guess I want to just say, parents, here's your opportunity. Church partners, this is our opportunity. You know, I have been here for a long time, and one obstacle I have heard over and over is why don't we have kid space we need permanent kid space so here's the chance like it's available it's here we think it can be so good for our families and our community but this is where you come in like you wanted it we want it we have to have your help getting there so come to the meeting invite your friends like be a part of something that really could change your family's life like you have the opportunity and it's closer than we've ever had before so be a part of it with us 
Buy-in. Absolutely. Buy-in. Sunday, April 30th, 5 p.m. at the Convention Center. We'll stream it online. We want you to be a part of that. Link in the show notes. You can get all the stuff about that. Brian, closing thought? Well, I, I mean, I'm I'm just excited about it uh, for the opportunity. Of course, now where I'm at in my stage of life as a grandparent, but then also as the second oldest guy on staff. <laughs> just and, a milestone. Hey, we're all yeah. getting there. And he's, we're a, all getting there. and he's direct. You are on the directional leadership. I'm on team the directional well. leadership team as well. Has been from the beginning. But the thing that I'm excited about is this is a this is a pivotal time in the in the not only the history of our church, but the future of our church as well. To be able to have something like this in the future, to be able to continue to reach families in an incredible way, and to provide, again, a base of operations to go out and make a difference and solve problems, is, uh, I don't think we've ever really had anything like this before. You go back and think about, I was thinking about the other day, because I drove past it, the first place you thought we would meet. Yeah, pretty small. Pretty small. It was, it's a uh, storefront by Shane's over there on East Texas is yeah. where I thought the church would be. Yeah. Was that like 100 people, right? I, in, my mind, in my mind, I thought if we can get to 150 people, we've done something. Yeah. And that was really, that so, sounds crazy, but I had no idea. Yeah, so I'd encourage, I mean, I would encourage anyone that listens to this to invite someone else as well just to come be a part of it. Check it out on the 30th, and uh, it's going to be great. Absolutely. Yeah, I would. I know you're going to ask me, aren't you? It's coming. Yeah, here's what I would say. There's a couple of things. One, we're going to talk one more podcast before we get to April 30th. But you got children's space. You have student space. You have adult space. One thing we didn't bring up is we have storage space, too. We store a lot oh, yeah. all around. Matter of fact, even the podcast that we're doing now, we have very generous partners that let us use the space. We'll be able to condense all of that in one location, what makes it easier. And if we raise enough money, we may even be able to put our offices in that space. So then we could lease our current office space out to somebody else. So there's so many opportunities to really have a huge impact uh, and be all centrally located to make it a little bit easier, a little simpler to do ministry. And we're not always about that. Simple hasn't been easy, but if we can reduce some of the complications, it makes it a lot better for so many more people, including the staff and their families, as they try to minister and have margin to be able to help other people in other areas. Uh, So we can talk more about that in the next podcast. But the main thing that I would say is pray. Mm. I mean, apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. He says it. And, And I mean that like, I don't believe I'm good enough. We're good enough. I'm smart enough. The directional leadership team, as good as they are, as much experience as me and Christy have. And all of the staff has. I'm just being honest. It's like, God, if you want this to happen, then Jesus, we're leaning on you. And we're asking you to be praying about your involvement financially, uh, when it comes to time, all of those things, you really got to kind of work through because anytime you're doing something this big and we've never done before, you've got to do something you've never done before. And I know that people are super generous when it comes to hey, solving this problem, man, we got this and people are doing it. But what we've not really been great at, and we'll talk a little bit more in the weeks coming up, is is being more preventive. <laughs> like if what if we had invested on the front side as opposed to being reactive, so proactive as opposed to reactive. And if we're proactive, when we put money on the front side and we invest in this, it may be easier than trying to be reactive and solve problems on the back side. And that means for kids and for families, it's a great example. Is if, if you're really working on giving 
space for a life group, space for hanging out, space for you to be with your kids. And we don't have to rush out of there. And you're able to come during the week. Yeah, yeah. uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to rush out of there. You get to hang out. Well, how much better are the relationships? And we're fixing that to not have to worry about helping solve a marriage problem on the backside because they had other places to hang out and have good relationships and connect with people. So it's kind of putting the energy and the effort on the front side to maybe help us prevent something from happening later on um, is something that I think could be really exciting. But you got to pray about that. You got to go, man, are we going to be involved in this? Everybody in the South church shops. I was like, well, I'm going to go here because I like this and I'm going to go here because I like that. I get it, and and we've been a part of that for our whole lives. We've lived in this community. We're not stupid. We know what's up. So what we're saying is is we're not the best. We may not be what everybody likes or in this, that, and the other, but I can promise you that our heart is to do church differently, not for the sake of doing differently, to be different, just to be different. It is because we believe that when we do that, we have an opportunity to reach people who don't go. And then as a result, you have an opportunity to be different as a family and not just through religious things and not through denominational things. It's like, man, I just want to know Jesus and I want my friends to know Jesus. And you're going to get to do it in a little bit different way. It's going to be a little bit outside the box. And even the way we're doing this is outside the box. So pray about it. You're supposed to be there. If you're supposed to be involved, if you're supposed to give, if you know somebody who could give to help it, uh, every giver, last thing, the big gifts we've given in Simple Church that helped us to accomplish what we could never done, many of them were outsiders, outside the walls of the church that made it happen. That was another great reminder for us that God is able. God's way more uh, involved in the details than we even can imagine. And he involves people that sometimes are outside the scope of the church. And that's been a pretty cool story. And I don't know that that's happened a lot in my other church experience. So we're just asking you to pray through that and spread the word and don't miss April 30th so that you'll know what's going on. And then you get to make that decision of whether you want to be involved in it. Hopefully you're already there. I did can say I had a doctor uh, friend I went to Southwood with. He texted me yesterday and he's like, I'm in. And he said, I'm giving. Tell me when I bring my money, and then tell me when I get to bring my sledgehammer to tear some stuff up. <laughs> and I was like, I promise you, bro, you can swing it all you want because we'll be doing some of the demo and some of the work ourselves because that's just the way we are, save a little bit of money. But I'm super excited, and thanks for those that are already in and, and look forward to seeing what God's going to do. It's exciting. Awesome. So if you're listening to this, just real quick, it's after April 30th. You're in the distant future. Download the Simple Church app. That's the best way to stay updated, to know what's going on. You can give the latest info and get up-to-date information. And thanks for listening. Make sure you download, subscribe. Make sure you put five stars on wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps people to find it, makes it easier to search for. And we'll be coming back next week with another podcast episode. Bill, John, and Eddie will be back. We'll be talking more about what's happening in the April 30th meeting. We definitely want you to be there. Thanks for being here. Thank you all for coming on.